guys. Hey But I'm we haven't. Too. This is not how we start the podcast. I know it's not how I we start the podcast. The <laughs> Everybody, I, do you know I'm I, I'm too pressurized these days. Like, <laughs> you have to you have to do that harmonize. I'm here for it. Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay, so go on, give no, us a song. I don't have a song. <laughs> <laughs> like I just feel so pre- so much pressure from people like wanting to you know for me to give them an intro song. So I can't. Well, like, you started it. You're the I'm one that started singing. Actually, that's a very good point. But I'm very authentic person so if i don't oh, feel it, it if i don't feel it mm. then it's not it's not here <laughs> but yeah we're back again on a sunday we're back again on a sunday and i am so happy as always always on a, like we were saying last week or two weeks ago when we recorded on sunday it's the best time to record because you're just full of life full of energy yeah filled with god and, and the sun is popping the sun popping. is popping today it is Wait, we haven't like introduced ourselves and I know you oh, guys can hear another voice. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm Ayoande as always. And I am Uinola. And we have a special guest mm. in the building for our special twentieth episode. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, my name is Anita. Woo! Anita Anita. Woo! I'm in love with your sister. Oh my god, you're <laughs> <laughs> so that's hilarious yeah oh boy welcome to the podcast welcome to the podcast we're really happy to have you here you know we tried to get beyonce for you guys but you know we had to get anita she's a bit you know she's a bit busy (laughs) yeah yeah she's she's a little bit busy but you know anita's available yeah i'm I'm glad (laughs) (laughs) screaming (laughs) so um how have you guys been anita how have you been been okay it's been a long week but it's a long weekend so yeah that's true there's no work tomorrow so, so wait are you like at uni or are you oh no i, fi- I finished uni are you working i finished uni a while ago Ooh. that's so sad to <gasps> think about to <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine because right now i'm scared like i don't want to leave this place you have like a few more years i know thank god Ugh. no adulting is a sham it, no, it is. Yeah, it is. I'm very upset. I was it watching really a movie is. yesterday, and they were having this graduation scene, and everyone was just so happy. And I was, I remember being that happy. I remember mm. dreaming mm. of all the things I would achieve. You know, my Range Rover I would get when I graduate. Mm. Yeah, yeah. My MTV career. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm just here. Like, yeah, no, no. This, this is all a lie. Okay. Yeah. When I turned okay. 21, I remember when I was younger, I used to think that. The minute you turn, like the minute I turned twenty one, I was gonna be rich. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna like be engaged to be married. I was gonna like be wow. with the love of my life. Wow. Like wow. I had all these, you know, dreams and like I, I thought I was gonna be doing like my dream job. Yeah. 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 I was gonna yeah. be like so happy yeah. and like No. No. You know Jessica Jessica in suits. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was gonna be me. That was my life. <laughs> that was the dream I had. I was like, yes dresses power poses mm. making moves influences mm-hmm. and then yeah, yeah it's just like, it just like, life humbles you it really does brings your shoulder all the way down <laughs> so it really does because after graduation day mm-hmm. when i was kind of like sitting at home like wow i'm not going to uni at the end of this month i don't have a job to go to <laughs> so really what am i doing um so yeah it really does humble you but we thank god anyway because it's well, a few you know years what? later do you know what i like i i'm excited for the part of like 
so I'm excited to actually like begin this life journey thing because I really think at university and like all throughout your education, like you are at this like level mm-hmm. where it's just like you're just preparing, you're building yourself, you're building yourself, and then the race begins like as soon as you graduate. Like I'm excited to start that race. I don't know. I'm not saying it's gonna be fun, but I'm just excited to just be like, wow, like I'm doing this life. That's the lie. Like that's yeah. This lie. is just this is something that, that someone in uni would say because, because I used to say this. The race doesn't like, end. You're still passing. yeah. That's what I mean. Like, like that's even a- your whole twenties till you get to thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> when you get to thirty five, yeah, at least you're not spending your time revising for exams. I up still on am. Hey, <laughs> what's, that's so, what true, you, what's your background? Like what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I studied accounting and finance, so I'm studying. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. You're just the most dramatic person. I just oh, so, accounting and finance. So this is someone that is studying one on our hands. From someone that studied engineering. Nah, but that chartered accounting exam, man. Is that what you're studying for? Yes. And I have to no, work small work at all. At all. Wow. I might as well I, I prefer to even just stay in uni. Let me be broke and be studying. As yeah. opposed to be working and be broke and still My friend is actually studying you know? for that at the moment as well. And she's just like she and from work, she will go to library. Yes. I revise it. I'm like, this life. It's, it's hard. It's hard. And nobody prepared me for this. So it's mm. you finish it. Do you know what? Mm-hmm. The monumental thing that I did when mm. I finished university was I handed my sister my pencil case with my calculator in there. I was like, you can now take the bathroom. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your, yeah, turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Only for me to now start doing this module. And they said, these are your tables that you can't you need to balance calculations say what calculator oh my god <laughs> the calculator i have does not have yeah. uh, percentage <laughs> it doesn't even have square <laughs> oh man that is not easy uh, it's not easy you know but so when are you when are you doing it when is that um i i'm at the end now which means wow. everything is just so much harder than it needs to be I have three more to do. I have one in like three weeks and then two more in September. Any of you budding accountants out there, you know, we'll put Uh, Anita link in the Let's all cry together. We can all (laughs) do it together and cry. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what is really crazy is how we met? Oh, yeah. So um, I went to Southampton uh, 2016. It was the year we graduated Mm -hmm. to see my friend. And then she had this really nice wig that was a really nice color. And I was Who like, had the nice wig? Anita. No, Bessie, oh, my Bessie, friend. Yeah. And I was like, um, I want that. Yeah. It was like the sh- there was like the cut I wanted. It was yeah. the color I wanted. Yeah. And she said Anita made the wig, so I was like, okay, Anita's gonna make my wig. <laughs> That's literally what I thought. I was like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna yeah. give it to her because yeah. she's gonna. Yeah. So then Anita made my wig for my graduation. Oh. You guys, my graduation wig was buff. I love it was the, the color. Yeah, I know the one. I know the one. Shout out to Anita. That out. color. That color. Shout out. That color. So she does accounting and finance, and then she also does this on the side. And she even does more. Oh, whoa. Tell oh. us. Tell oh. us. We'll get there. We'll get okay. there. You got to have many hustles, man. Yes. <laughs> very, very true, man. So then we... Um, so then we still kind of stayed in contact. We were still talking. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two weeks ago... Yeah, two, two weeks or ago. Or three it's, weeks it's ago. Been two weeks since yeah. my body was dying. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I walk into the gym and I see Anita and I'm like, ah, Anita. Mm. It turns out we have the same personal mm. trainer. Mm. Yeah. I know. Life. Yeah. What? Shook yeah. it. Shook it. That's crazy. That is so weird. <laughs> so crazy. Do you know how long I've been going to that gym as well? That is so crazy. That is so, so strange. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Um, that gave me chills. Oh God! No, because it's like it's like you guys are meant to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's it. Okay, oh, I love that. Let's take that as a side. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do that. Um, 
But yeah, tell us about your life by Anita. Wait, before we start, before oh. we start, I mean, we haven't spoken about how this is our 20th episode, yeah. and, uh, which is a huge, I remember huge sitting, feat for us. I remember where I was sitting when I listened to your first episode. Oh, oh my God! And I listened to us and I was like, Okay. Second one, I was like, okay, I need to tweet. I need to follow the tweets. Oh like, my where are the tweets? And then like, I followed you guys and started like. That's so amazing. I remember um, your tweet like in I feel like it's either the beginning oh, of the year, the end of last one. year when you were like thanking us for putting new music on your yeah, page. Yeah. No. I don't think you know how much that meant to us. Yeah. I, my like, limit, my music taste was limited to whatever the radio was playing or whatever I heard my sister playing. I was like, oh, that's new. Oh, so now that because I listen to the same music over yeah. and over again, so when I was like, I was like, oh, this is a different sound. I didn't mm. even know how to cope with this. Yeah. I like it. I should listen to it more. And then <laughs> I'd be like, oh, where can I find more music? Like, eh, I'll just listen to podcast. <laughs> I don't need to find it anymore. I love it. I love it so much. So it's like, it feels strange to have... The thing is, we've recorded more than 20 episodes. It's just like, yeah. this is our 20, 20th episode of like the normal episodes that yeah. we've been doing. Because if you right actually here. count like music, music Mondays, 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 we've done, like, yeah. we've done more. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. And also the episodes that didn't come out. Yeah. Oh, we had one we fire had, episode. Like two episodes that just did not come out. There's one episode that was just so, so funny. Funny so and so funny. good. And deleted. It just it, first of all it didn't record. Yeah. Then we came back to record it. That didn't record. Yeah. So it was just kind of like God like, didn't want us no, to release it. No, that episode it, was not meant to be released. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't really know why. It's like we tried twice and twice. didn't happen. Can I imagine just coming back here and reciting the same not even reciting but like having to think of the same, same thing. thing and even the second time we even had more energy we're like okay you know we'll do this but the third time we're like bigger, bigger, bigger. yeah <laughs> we just <laughs> didn't bother so we're yeah, like yeah no episode is coming out this week guys yeah like, and our first ever Chatterbox podcast episode didn't come out oh yeah yeah so the first episode that you guys heard is not actually that was the our first second. episode that we recorded oh. yeah I don't actually know why we didn't release it I just think it just wasn't there. I can't Honestly, remember. I can't remember. I don't know if it was sound or something. I still have it on my laptop. Yeah. Like, I think... I, I, yeah. I, I was I was looking at it the other day, actually, because I sent her a video of it or something like that. And I was Who's looking her? At it. You, you, you. I sent you a video of it, like, eight times ago. Oh, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Who? I was like, me. <laughs> but, you know, 20th episode, oh, yeah. so excited and so fun. And thank you so much, everybody who has listened yeah. thus far. It's been amazing. It's going to be an amazing journey when we get to 100 as well. Yeah. And, like, literally yeah. watching us grow in life life and watching us like you know being with us yeah through this through this year and through the many more years of this podcast hopefully and like thank you so much and we're gonna keep well hopefully gonna keep on doing this you know yeah we, we really we like, love it yeah i feel like uh something with us is that we genuinely love like yeah. recording the podcast and we love like coming to the studio and yeah. just talking trash talking rubbish <laughs> and like really and truly it's just a great like yeah. an hour and a half out of our day to just yeah. sit and talk and yeah it's really fun so thank you guys so much yeah. for listening because it really Bella, does mean a lot love it so much shout out to our usual commenters yeah, you know you know who you are yeah, if i shout them out now well, hello, start. I, I don't, shout <laughs> out them. don't shout them out please <laughs> but you guys know who you are so anyway, thank you back to anita so yeah anita tell us about life by anita like tell the people who oh. are listening <laughs> who don't know what it is wow uh as we we're speaking of earlier coming out of uni i felt I've been lied to. Mm. They have deceived me. Mm. You know, when you go, when I was when I was younger, my mom would say, "If you do everything you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. life will be good for you. Mm-hmm. You won't have any struggles mm. because you do everything that you set the right foundation, so you can reap the fruit." Mm. I said, "Wow, preaching." This is, this is this is my life. 
philosophy now. This is my life, mm-hmm. how I'm supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So going into school, I was thinking, okay, do you know, if you work hard, you put yeah. in the hours, because yeah. that's how yeah. I work. I say, I'm going to play today. But mm. four hours of today is going to be study time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That effort has to equate to grades yeah. at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went into uni to do this. And it was great, you know. I was yeah. getting good grades and... Um, I wasn't partying as much as everybody else. And I was yeah. thinking, do you know what? It's going to be worth it. Yeah. Was, and all the trips and stuff that I went to, I was like, oh, let's focus. Let's work. Mm-hmm. Find yourself a job. Mm-hmm. Find myself a good job. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I graduated. And... Wow. Where's, where's it? Yeah. Do you know, this is something that's been on my mind lately. Because... And also, can you just come closer this okay. way? So that everyone can really hear what you are Put your lips on the, the mic. Knowledge. Yeah, put your <laughs> lips on the mic. That's something that's been on my mind lately because... I always thought, same thing, work hard, work hard, work hard. It will pay off everything. Like my mom, it, oh, my parents always drilled that into me. Just mm-hmm. work hard, be consistent in what you do and all that kind of stuff. Don't get complacent, blah, 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 blah. And I'm at the point where I'm like, I have gotten to a great university and like I'm, you know, in such surrounded by like such amazing people. Mm-hmm. Surely this should, you know, bring on like, yeah. I don't know, internships or like um, people looking for you. People, nabi, like... Mm-hmm no way <laughs> like all this I, i'm not i've enjoyed myself and i've worked hard and everything and it's been great and like i like a lot of my success is not even just for my parents but for myself and everything mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. be worthwhile but like they lie to you because they tell you that when you get to that point it's gonna get so much easier for you things will be coming the and expectation like expectation just gets so heavy it just i think it even gets worse <laughs> exactly because you expect the expectation on you is like uh-uh but you go to so and so and so university yeah how can why you can not, you not uh, yeah uh-uh. are you not a graduate with a yeah. first class two one why can't you yeah. like that kind of thing and that's the thing you'll be telling yourself like how i've done all this work to now mm. get to a point where i can't even find myself an internship let alone a graduate job like what the hell that Bro. that literally that was where i was and it actually it shook me it shook my foundation mm. understanding that Effort does not equal results. Hmm. So you can put in all the hours you want. You can put in all yeah. the reading, read all the books, tell everybody. Yeah. At the end of the day, if person marking your book is in a bad mood or feeling away, you're still going to get the shit great. Yeah, it's not up to you. Like There was so much control that I thought I had hmm. that I didn't have. Hmm. So when I came out, I didn't know what to do with myself. There was this whole post-graduation depression. Hmm. I wouldn't say it was deep depression but it was more like I was anxious for the future Mm -hmm. everything I thought I knew about myself was under question Mm -hmm. because if I'd done this great work at uni and come out and nothing has manifested (laughs) everything is a lie everything is a lie I started calculating student loan (laughs) is it really worth it if I work under 21,000 a year Uh, just doing some menial jobs somewhere and just forget I started to think about all these things and I it was at that point, and I, I wondered, what is my sister thinking? Mm. She's because my sister's gonna be eighteen mm. in September. And I was thinking, she's where I was a couple of years ago, and she's feeling grown and sophisticated, oh. finally earning small money. <laughs> All the boys are looking, you know, she's trying to feel herself, and I'm thinking. Girl, you do not know that the next five years of your life mm. might just not be what you expect. Mm-hmm. But is it that you you want her to be more prepared, more prepared than you were? Is it like it's more? Is because I I understand where you're coming from, but like it may come off as oh you're trying to tell them like mm, you're having your phone now, but wait you wait you wait. But is it more like I don't understand what you mean? Like are you trying to like prepare I the younger generation for? Be, I wanted her to be more aware. Yeah. 
okay. uh, limit her expectations somewhat and yeah. understand, you know, exactly the same thing. Be putting in effort doesn't always equal results, but yeah. being intentional does. Mm. So yeah, that's it. That was what I had to try and communicate across with Life by Anita. Okay. So I first started writing because it was Life by Anita because it's through my life experiences mm-hmm. that I learned yeah. these things that I write or I say or I speak of mm-hmm. on this platform. Mm-hmm. So that was the inspiration for Life by Anita. Mm. So first and foremost, I started by, by writing a couple of articles um, about the things that were bothering me, like questioning why I am who I am or um, wondering if doubt has a lot to do about how I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. And I started to understand that, you know, the way I think is not the way many people think. Yep. People choose not to think about these things and just live life. And other people, it just doesn't occur to them to say, wait, where am I going? Where do I want to be in the next yeah. three to five years? What action plans Ooh. have I set for myself? Me. <laughs> and I realized these are the things that I'd been doing in uni mm. i didn't know that i was doing them and that's why coming out of uni and not having everything lined up for me was yeah. so hard mm. to understand because it was like yeah. i prepared for this mm-hmm. yeah. and yet i'm still disappointed um and i needed life by anita to bridge that gap for a lot of people yeah. especially uh, people coming out of uni yeah. people coming out of marriages because when i started writing my mom's friends were texting my mom like I love your Twitter article. Wow. I'm not sure this was for you, but if you like it, you like it. Yeah. Um, and I started to understand that there are a lot of things that we don't speak about. Like, mm. I have this understanding that we're all the same, but we're different. Like, every situation that I'm going through, you're probably going through it, mm-hmm. but you don't handle it the same way as I would. You so do. you would yeah. have a different outcome or yeah. you would have a different perception and that yeah. adds to you as a person. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out what made me different and mm-hmm. then try and use that to shape my perspective on things into a mm-hmm. more positive mm-hmm. outlook. And that has helped me so so much because as much as I like to say I was depressed and anxious, I got a job in four weeks. <laughs> wow. And it was just a case of switching my mentality from yeah. every day I was like emailing people, calling, I said yeah. calling companies like, yo, I you must have something for me. Give me feedback. What am I not doing? Yeah. Right? And then when I took a stop, I stopped and I started writing. I took a step back and I thought, you know what? Whatever is for me will come to me. Mm-hmm. There's no control I have in this situation besides to do what I've been doing in the past, which mm-hmm. is putting in the effort, being dedicated, being committed. Mm-hmm. And I just did that. I said to myself, in a number of days, I'll put these many applications in, and I won't think about it. I won't stress about it. It won't depress me. If money is a worry, I budget what I have. Mm. I cut where I need to. I, I know this sounds like it's a long time. Only four weeks. Now that I look back, it was only four weeks. Mm-hmm. In while I was in it, it was so... like this is this is five years wow. <laughs> I'm just suffering. And um, when I when I initially got a job after uni, it wasn't that I applied for the job. The a recruiter called me and said, "We have mm-hmm. a job for you." And I'm like. Where, where have you been? <laughs> so <laughs> all the applications and everything, no, but, that wasn't even what made you successful. That yeah. is crazy. So I had to, um, crazy. through those experiences, I was just like, okay, I need to share this with somebody because yeah. truth be told, now I, I, I wish I was more consistent with the life I need to because now that a lot of my friends are coming out of uni, they're facing the same things mm-hmm. I was facing. And the thing is, at that point in time, all they could do was, you need to come out of the house. You need to be more... Have, like, it's easy to say things mm-hmm. when you don't... You're not the one experiencing yeah. them. But now that they're experiencing them, I can now say, okay, see, 
why don't we do things this way it's a lot mm. easier for you or what do you want to do what do you want let's start with exactly yeah. what you want let's work from there back to where we are and how we can get there mm. and that's all life by Anita is wow it's just going through it. life yeah I love it do you know the, the, the craziest <laughs> thing when you were talking about um like just applying and not thinking about it like my current job how I applied for it the dream job by the way <laughs> Like so, yeah. I've actually never spoken about this on the podcast, Ooh. but at the beginning of the year, so like I had, I left my old job at the end of last year, went on holiday, which is mm-hmm. great, came back and I had like a new job like lined up. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to come back from Nigeria and then start my new job the next week. And um, like, what day did I come back? I think maybe on the 5th of January. I think mm-hmm. I came back, I landed mm-hmm. on the 4th. Mm-hmm. So like on the 5th of January, I got called by the like agent or whatever who mm-hmm. got me the job and was like oh basically um they've kind of had to lay you off because um, the ceo passed away um their q4 figures are not what they thought it was going to be so they've had to lay off 150 people and i was like before even starting i hadn't even, even started the job like this is like inside the office this is a thursday i remember that i think it was a thursday because i was unpacking my suitcase mm-hmm. getting ready like, okay let me start getting my work clothes out you know and I was like, uh, uh, okay. I don't know what to do with this information. Like, what am I, like, like, literally, you just told me that I'm jobless. Yeah. Like, I do not have a job. And yeah. I was just so confused. And so I was kind of like, uh, like, I was so confused in the moment because I was like, so that means I'm not going to work on Monday? Like, mm. huh? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, like, January went by. And I was thinking, okay, like, by the end of January, I'm sure I get a new job. Like, it doesn't you know it doesn't really matter like it's fine i can use this to like take a break you know so january went by and february went by and i was like okay so it doesn't look like i'm gonna have a job at the end of january um but i so my current job i Mm -hmm. applied the day of the kendrick lamar concert it was 13th of february but it was actually midnight so it was valentine's day Mm -hmm. yeah i remember this i remember it so well and i i applied and i didn't think they were going to get back to me i just applied and i was like oh well yeah. whatever yeah so i completely forgot i didn't try and put my energy there i just thought i'm just gonna do it because like mm-hmm. why not apply mm-hmm. right the worst they can do is say no so i applied didn't think about it um i was like okay well i'm just gonna move on with my life and then two weeks later i got a phone call um from like their hr department and i was like uh they were like oh we're just calling about so 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 and so job and i was like wait did i apply for that like I was so confused. Yeah. I was also really ill, so I think I I had like my ill brain and the fact that like I was so confused. I was like, "What? Like this is the, my dream company to work for, yeah. dream job, and um, you're calling me for an interview." I was like, "Oh, oh, okay. I, I mean, yes, but like, wow. Mm-hmm. I was so, but like, it's just the fact that I just did it mm-hmm. and just." didn't focus my energy on it mm. because I am prone to like if I want something it's all I can think yeah. about and yeah. I feel like a lot of people are yeah. like that it's 100%. like if I if I want something it's like okay my entire I'm going to focus all my energy on it and then if it doesn't happen I feel like my world is like falling apart yeah. like my heart is like broken yeah and I remember when I left uni as well I kept questioning like what is my purpose like what am I supposed to be doing on this earth like even when i left uni i didn't have a job i didn't get a job till november and i left mm. uni in july 
So I just kept thinking, like even remember when we went to Alpha, mm-hmm. and they they asked us if you could if you could meet God and ask Him one question, what would it be? And my question was, what is my purpose? Because it's like, what what am I on this? earth to do mm. because like you said you go through uni thinking that when you come out yeah everything is going to be so easy and so straightforward yeah. like i have a degree mm. fam i have a degree mm-hmm. from a good uni yeah. mm-hmm. like it's not like i went to you know it's not like i didn't even go to uni mm-hmm. so it's like they instill in you that having a degree and having a good grade and all these things are so important and then you mm-hmm. come out of uni mm-hmm. and then you're just kind of like oh this a million other people yes they're like oh exactly 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 (laughs) and then second of all and then applying for things and like i don't know for example i was applying for like in for banks and Mm. trying to get into like financial institutions and stuff and you realize like you're really really not that special yeah (laughs) (laughs) i used to think i used to think these people who are getting these things and these people who are collecting best grades and these people who are have god knows how many um opportunities to go to these banks and stuff they must be special people they must be doing something mm-hmm. different to me and i think it's only recently that i started to figure out first of all it, no it's not nobody is special per se some people are like genius are talented mm. and jesus but the majority of us and the majority of people who are successful at this life thing this game that we're all playing are the ones that are consistent, the ones who plan, the ones that, are, like you said, intentional. When I meet these people, when you talk to them about the preparation that they did to get to this place, they come for an event, they have the, their questions ready. Mm. They don't care if anyone is telling them, oh, but you're being, she's being a bit too much. No, because mm-hmm. they know that there's somewhere that they want to get mm-hmm. to and nobody's going to stop them. Like, it's crazy. And you look at yourself and you're like, that's why you're not gonna. That's why you're not gonna be given these opportunities because you're battling against people who are putting in that extra effort. Like, mm. for example, I know that here I'm not necessarily like the smartest and the best person, mm. but I know I have to work ten times harder than people to mm. collect those grades, the same grades as them. And I know that if I do that, I will be on that level, same as them. They may not. They may be disadvantaged in the fact that they don't go to top Russell Green universities, mm. but they work. They plan so well they're so intentional it's crazy when you meet these people mm-hmm. and you look and they're so it's not like I used to think that no they're, so, they're strange they don't socialize they don't do anything all they do is focus on their career and everything mm. no like they have a life but they just know that when it's time to plan and prepare and because so, some of them they only have three years three years of university and mm. then they've got to, like they have to find their job mm-hmm. especially if you're applying to a bank mm. by your second year you really need to know where you're getting into mm-hmm. so in your first year imagine your first year of uni you're you need to have some sort of a idea of what Wait. department it is you want to work in a bank or mm-hmm. what this or what if it's engineering what companies you want to apply for stuff like that and for me i've just realized that's something that has changed in me this year because i'm like I need to be more intentional. Mm. I need to put in that extra work and I need to stop caring about what so-and-so is doing and what so-and-so yeah. is doing and actually just run for this career and this goal that I I, I I want. And for me, another thing I wanted to point out was I'm always the kind of person that if somebody was to ask me... Um, where do you see yourself in like 20 years time? I'll say, oh, I'm going to be successful. And I, I always say, I'm like, I know I'm going to be successful. Like, yeah. I know, but and then if they ask me, what is it that you're going to be successful in? That's when blank. <laughs> Don't know. No idea. I'd always be like, and it was something that troubled me so much. Uh-uh. How can it that I don't know what it is that mm-hmm. I'm going to do? What it is, if I'm telling everybody that I know I'm going to be successful, like yeah. if going to last, she'll tell you, I'm going to do um, yeah. communications, like I'm going to be working in media and this is mm. what I'm going to do, that kind of thing. I was like, 
I can't be going around here saying that this I'm going to be successful if I've not pinpointed or if I've not figured mm. out what it is that I enjoy doing and that I'll focus a lot of my energy in when the time comes out. So I'm at I'm, I said it to another already. This is my year of discovery. Yeah, mm. this is my time to just you know play around and find out what it is exactly I was going to do. And the question I ha- had for you was, um, what would you advise someone who? for example, has just been getting a lot of rejections from stuff, like so much rejections, mm-hmm. and it seems like things are just not planning out the way um, they intended them to be. And, and bearing in mind, this is not like me, the person has put in a lot mm-hmm. of work and has like felt that they've tried their best, but things are just not working, but it's working for everybody around them. Like, How do they keep that positive mindset back and make sure that they don't go off track? Um, I would say understanding that what is for you will always come to you Mm. like that is a foundation of something that uh, that's the foundation of my belief like when i first started life i need to have to split it up into passion purpose and sorry Mm -hmm. passion purpose and personal development Mm -hmm. because i had to i had to understand that your passion Mm -hmm. you'll find that eventually Mm -hmm. Your purpose, mm-hmm. you might not know what it is, mm-hmm. but you always have one. Mm-hmm. The only thing you do have control over is mm-hmm. your personal development. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say to that person, take a step back. Yeah. And comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. It steals every single yeah. joy you have. Yeah. Every good thing that you have, yeah. have identified in yourself yeah. that you compare to someone else. Yeah. The grass is always going to be greener on the other side. So it's you're so always true. going to feel less than stop comparing yeah stop competing mm-hmm. allow other people to be great mm. and celebrate their success mm-hmm. but also understand that you just need to be consistent mm. when i first started looking for jobs per usual in uni mm-hmm. you start applying with all your uni friends mm-hmm. and you guys are all going for the same companies because you're going to be friends mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. and work together live yeah. next to each yeah. other yeah yeah and people just started dropping off one by one. This person going to KPMG, mm-hmm. this person going to this thing. Yeah. And it's like, you're all putting in the same applications, yeah. but you've all been in class together. You know what yeah. modules you've surpassed this person and what yeah. modules they've passed yeah. you. And you see, we're all on par, yet they're picking that person over me. Yeah. It's not a me problem. Mm. It's that I don't have control. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. take a second, understand who you are, mm. what you want, mm-hmm. and why you're doing this. Because okay. when actually when I was looking, a lot of the things I realized that I was com- constantly wanting to work in these banks, yeah. in these top accounting firms, yes. because I want. I was so conscious about how people perceived me. <sighs> like you could literally say that louder, please, because <laughs> I went in a case where where I worked, my mom would say to her friend, "She works in the," and they'd be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> she came to the table." <laughs> Exactly, like your friends will be like, "Wow, wow. Is, is this you?" It's all fueled by your ego. It's, it's so all fueled true. by your pride. So it's not, true. If you if you're looking at it from a personal development standpoint, yeah. you'd be thinking, "What skills do I not have? Exactly. What skills do I need to get to get to where I'm going to? Yeah. Let me find ways to build this skill mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be it if I'm paying for a short course while yeah. I'm looking for jobs." Or how about an intern or volunteer for this mm-hmm. for this firm? Mm-hmm. But our pride is so that whole you've worked so hard, hard. you've done this thing. Yeah. It's like ah, everybody else is working in firms. Why am I interning? Yeah, stick to stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Find your path. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. And the more you 
deviate from your lane and you don't check your intentions and you let your ego fuel you thinking i've done this work i should get this mm -hmm. nothing is owed to you in this mm -hmm. life this whole adult situation no one owes you anything, anything. no yeah. one is loyal to you besides your yeah. parents you yeah. so once you sit down and really think do you know what why am i doing all this mm -hmm. what do i actually want to mm -hmm. do you find out where you are where you want to get to mm -hmm. and then you can figure out the rest but sitting there just applying applying to just things that you think you want or applying to things that other people mm -hmm. have applied to and gotten into it's just gonna make you feel i'm a literally sort of sending way. my friends all this for this episode because <laughs> this is this we're at that time we're at yeah. that stage yeah. where it's like it's so on our mind <clears throat> right now and it's something that like if you're not careful, you'll find yourself like resenting some of these people mm. because they're in positions yeah. that you want to be in. And it's like, it's come like what you think about it. Them. Yeah, yeah, like you need to be happy for them. Your own two will come and they will do the same for yeah. you. So it even happens now, like not like having left uni, like seeing someone with like a job that you want or like mm. a life that you think you want or something yeah. like that. And you're just kind of like, wow, like it, it, you don't, want it to be resentment but you're yeah. sort of like resent like you're just kind of like really it's human nature mm -hmm. to instantly be like where am mm -hmm. i yeah mm -hmm. where's mm -hmm. my own? exactly mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. you'd be like so how am i different mm -hmm. but then you also have to like i feel like because growing up um and like going to school and all of those kind of things in a way we were kind of sheltered yeah. like even going to uni we were kind yeah. of sheltered we were kind oh, of yeah. made to think that you know you are special yeah. yeah and then you leave and you go into the real world and then the real world is like not really nah. like, it's like yeah of course you're special everyone is special <laughs> but then it's like yeah, yeah not really because yeah. there's someone who is just kind of just like you do you, you know, know what makes you special i actually realized this because i was at work my current job mm -hmm. there's a lot going on there's a lot mm -hmm. of movement mm -hmm. so I'm having to make myself... I'm starting to put in the effort to yeah. make myself stand out because yeah, I want yeah. to be considered for these yeah. opportunities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just there like, okay, so what do I do differently? Yeah. And the moment I started to think of what do I do differently, I started to understand who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, I talk a lot. Mm -hmm. I would say my one talent when God made me, since mm -hmm. he's refused to show <laughs> me what he is, mm -hmm. I would say my talent is talking. Mm -hmm. And because I'm such a talkative... Everybody around me always feels comfortable, mm. especially at work. Stopping what I'm doing in the day, knowing I can budget my time accordingly, stop and have an actual conversation. Not a, how you doing? You all right? You all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a gossip session and actual, so what did you do in your weekend? Did you have fun? Did you, so like, true. what do you think about these issues? Would you rather walk on the moon or walk on the sun? Mm -hmm. Like, just have a conversation that takes you away mm -hmm. and that cuts your day up into pieces mm. and it gives you some time to breathe. That is a skill that I didn't know that I had. Mm -hmm. Because the whole time when I first started, I'd be like, Anisa, you're so talkative. You're always talking. All these people just want to focus on just <laughs> type and type. Yeah. You should be typing and typing. And then I realized, you know what? I don't work well just typing and typing. Mm -hmm. I work well on social interaction. Mm -hmm. I work well on seeing how people are and having a conversation while doing things because I can do that. And I, speaking to another of my colleagues, she was like, yeah, nobody else else has those kinds of uh, soft and interpersonal mm -hmm. skills that mm -hmm. you have and i was like oh that's what it is that mm -hmm. that's a skill yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Do you know something I learned? Um, I'm just following on from that. Someone said that you should, and I think I've said this to you before, you should pay attention to what your friends and people around you say about you. Mm. Because it, especially if you're someone who's really out here like, I need to find out what I'm good at, what I'm good at. And you look back on it and you will just think when, for example, the, the person who was saying was a comedian and he was saying that um, when he looked back um, at times when he was in school, university, like people just used to tell him like, you're really good at like storytelling or you're like, you, you're really funny. Like you make me laugh. But obviously at that point in time, you're not like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to make a career out, out of, of storytelling. Or if somebody tells you that like, wow, like you give really good advice. You're not going to mm-hmm. be like, well, okay, go and be a counselor then. Like, mm-hmm. But when you pay attention to those things that your friends and people are pointing out to you, it may be easier for you to actually decipher what it is that yeah you're supposed to do yeah Yeah. i said it miles monroe says that he always says this your purpose is in your design like the way Mm. you were created your purposes are there you just need to figure it out yeah like they gave you a volcano and you just need to figure out the diamonds underneath yeah and that's literally how we are we don't realize it we're just all just living life yeah (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's It's just so crazy this thing called life (laughs) (laughs) like Oh my wow. god, that was such a great conversation. That was a really great conversation. Really like, I hope you guys have taken a lot away from that because yeah. I've learned a few things today. And if people want more of that, where do we find you? Yeah, where do uh, we find you? You can find me on Nita Keiki's on Instagram. I've taken down my website for now because okay. I want to refurbish it. Okay. When I have more time and not doing exams. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also find me on Twitter, which is Nita underscore SSD. Really quickly before we move on. Okay. If somebody was to ask, like, if Right now, somebody was to tell you, oh, I'm going to give you, like, um, I don't know, so and so amount of money for you to, like, focus on this blog and do this blogging thing for the rest of your life and go around the world speaking to people and blah, blah, blah. Would you drop all of that for what it is that you're currently doing? Like, uh, if you had that opportunity. I would drop my day job, yes. I still finish my exam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the company I work for is great and work is great, but mm. I would still finish my exams because I believe in following through on what yeah. I started. This whole... I want to be an accountant thing. Yeah, I have to I have to get those letters behind my mm. name. Nobody starts being a doctor and doesn't want to be called a doctor. <laughs> no, true. <laughs> same yeah, way. I'm using the, the same um, vim I'm using to finish this. But yes, I would like... I think what I was trying to get at is that like, is stop. that do you feel like that's your where your passion lies in? I think my passion lies in communicating. Because mm. in trying to do this Life by Anita thing, it was hard at first because writing... I write like I speak. Mm-hmm, so... Mm-hmm. I do that. Of, there's lots of likes and um, <laughs> literally me. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. my mom's my editor, so she goes. She studied English, so she's a really strict wow. editor. Yeah. And she's like, this is not English. This is not an English <laughs> word. This is not. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. You're ruining the, the spirit. You're ruining the essence of me in this yeah. writing. Mm-hmm. Um. So writing isn't for me. I mean, I enjoy it, but then it starts to feel like a chore. Mm. Uh. I tried YouTube. I don't like editing. Yeah, I was going to say, you have that YouTube vibe. Yeah. <laughs> you really I could do. Not do it. Editing, I could not do it. <laughs> and every time I wanted, I was like, my makeup has to be on fleek. Yes, and then, like, that's the first the thing. two hours, contouring my face to the ah. dark. <laughs> and then, when I was done contouring my face, I'd have to film. And by then, I'd be so tired. Yeah. And then I'd film, and then I wouldn't be satisfied with the clarity, the quality. And then, I have to sit back and think, and he said, this is you. I've only done like four videos. <laughs> Calm yourself down. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't doing this for 10 years. Yeah. Chill. And uh, I was never satisfied with the output of mm. work. Um, no matter how hard I tried, I budgeted time in my day mm. to plan and mm. actually execute. 
it just wasn't working. So mm-hmm. I, if I was to go through life, I need to, I understand that I need people because there's yeah. a lot of skill that requires for it to get to standard that I want yeah. that I don't have. I'm mm-hmm. going to need someone to maintain my website. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need someone to edit my videos and mm-hmm. post. Mm-hmm. Like, or I'm just there to show up have great conversation and go back to my house yeah Yeah. (laughs) everybody except that there's already a for um established situation like that that i can jump into Mm. or i can build my own thing from scratch that's just how it's going to be and to build my own things from scratch means meeting the right people yeah means planning means capital Mm -hmm. and it means time and but that's that's the i think that's the fun part of it anyway yeah kind of but i like how you do like and i know that it's just like for your friends and like for the people mm-hmm. on snapchat but like i actually watch the snapchat videos and like it's so relaxed it's so calm well, it's literally my wig off just yeah my bed, like so guys today <laughs> <laughs> no because like, you literally feel like thinking. they're talking like like it feels like you're talking to me it's very informal it's very like mm-hmm. casual it's mm. just very like it's i feel like a lot of people can relate to that a bit more yeah. than maybe YouTube, which people feel like maybe a bit more mm-hmm. forced or not mm-hmm. as real, whereas and I'm not saying that you have to be with your wig off to be real, but what <laughs> I'm saying is like it but just seems a lot more it, yeah. yeah, it just seems a bit more like conversational because it just mm-hmm. seems like you're not talking at me, you're talking yeah. with me if that, yeah. and like you can easily like swipe up and like send a response. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with YouTube, you have to like comment and then maybe wait for god knows how many do you get what i mean yeah so yeah i I don't know i was thinking of actually moving to instagram live love and yes instagram this one is an instagram lover you actually can block them from your stories yeah but i don't know if you can block them from insta i don't know about your lives but i i block my like Actually, I don't, don't block my dad it. anymore. I remember him. I brought him back <laughs> my up. My dad blocked me. But like my aunties. <laughs> <laughs> my aunties and my uncles blocked Bro. my story. But I can bring them back because I'm not hiding anymore. Yeah, the thing is, I don't block anyone because I just... And this is going to sound so bad, but I keep Snapchat for the things I don't want people to see. Yeah. Like my Instagram has my aunties, my mom, mm-hmm. you know, my sister. Even though Snapchat has my sister, but still. I have like, my mom on Snapchat as well. I, my auntie, one of my aunties <laughs> added me, and I thought you must be. Yeah, I tried mm-hmm. to like avoid it as long as I could, and then she just kept on. Yeah. That's okay. I was okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I just keep Snapchat for the things I don't want people to see. But then. There are very few things I do that I don't want people to see, if exactly. that makes sense. Exactly. I think it's just this whole, again, perception. You mm. know, like, I want to walk, work... Oh, English, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I want to walk into work on Monday and have my fairly corporate attire and just everybody just mind their own business. Let's mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. Chup, chup. And then mm-hmm. I have my house life at my mm-hmm. life. But it's so hard considering I spend nine to five at work. Well, nine to nine, nine to ten mostly mm-hmm. nowadays. Wow. Because... I spend most of my time here with these yeah. people mm-hmm. and yet they can't there's aspects of me that I still don't want them yeah. to see 100%. Just, I don't know that I'm open to being that vulnerable I've been working with these people for just over a year I should be fine but it's just I can't not I cannot get myself to yeah, because Anita I think it's Anita. also the you have that mentality that like if they see that side of me they, they might think I'm not good enough for something yes. or they might think that ah this is what this one she likes to play like this in her own time when it comes to doing they will now judge yeah. you based yes. off of those things yeah. if for example you have and everyone will have um scenarios where they like fail or where they make a mistake and then you you would think that in the back of the head but actually people aren't like that like I don't some know. people are some people are but so i mean i can understand 
why you think that way but like you know it's i feel like i need to because as somebody like i am a kind of person that i have like either school or work and then i have all these little passion projects or Mm -hmm. little things that i do to either make money or to have fun or Mm -hmm. to bring people together Mm -hmm. and since i finished uni i don't feel like i've had the opportunity to do Mm -hmm. that i don't feel like i've had the time and that's what i mean when i say it's emotionally exhausting because my mind does not just sleep. My mind is constantly, oh, what about an event for networking? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that isn't like the rest of them. Or yeah. what if all my <laughs> friends came to one room and yeah. we all just had wine and we all sitting yeah. down on pillows yeah. and talking. Oh and my God, I love entertaining people. I love entertaining people. Yeah, I love but it. But then I start to think of the effort that would take yeah. to plan yep. it or yep. the, yep. even executing it, will it come to life in real life as yeah. it is in my mind and if mm-hmm. it doesn't I'll feel disappointed yeah. and then I just, ugh, just before I even start I'm already tired yeah, yeah. it's yeah it can be tasking yeah. but this is why this adulting is a scam because when I was in uni I had all this energy all this energy but you had more time yes. you had more time that's the thing I think uh, one girl she was saying about how like if you want to a time to be able to discover yourself, maybe discover yourself spiritually, maybe discover something like you. Uni is the time. Because yeah. when your job hits, when you have a job and you're doing that like five days a week, God knows how many hours during the week, yeah. you really don't have this extra time. And this yeah. your weekend. Weekend goes like this. Yeah. Look at us. We're on we're Sunday, it's on Sunday right now. Yeah. It was yeah. on Friday yesterday. So it's like, Sis. uni, you have that extra time. Sometimes you even have lectures one day. Uh-uh. Yes. Yeah, so, I didn't have lectures on Friday. What? Oh, I've squandered time. You know, my uh, uni, you'll be thinking, <sighs> yeah. I remember when I was at uni, I used to think, oh, I can't wait till I start working. Why did yes, I why ever did think that? that? Yeah. Because you, li- you literally work. Your Mondays yeah. through to Fridays are spent in an office. Yeah. Like, you, ha- you savor your evenings. And even then, you're just so tired that yeah. you just don't feel like doing anything. It's just Sometimes one of those I just things. Get home and lie in bed. Like my mom comes like, are you gonna turn over that? No. No. Oh my god. I just want to absorb the bed. The bed yeah. absorb me. Let's just merge Yo. and be happy in this space. On Friday, um, I was so bored at work. I literally had nothing to do. I'd finished everything I needed mm. to do before like so work starts at 9 30 i'd finished everything i needed to do by like 11 mm-hmm. oh my god damn and i was there till 5 30 eh? i kept going up to the kitchen and you see when i have nothing to do is when i snack yeah yes. and they keep the kitchen stocked full of like biscuits chocolate sweets fruit yeah. literally anything you can think of it's in that fridge the OG sabotage. <sighs> so essentially i kept going up i'd make tea i'd come back i'd fill my bottle i'd come back i'd get a biscuit i'd come back and i, I, I literally had nothing to do mm-hmm. and i was so bored and i just kept thinking like why can't i just go home mm-hmm. i've been asking myself this question <laughs> why I've can't i just go home some companies do that you do yeah. like you do what you need to do and you leave like you have you're being unproductive yeah. i was so, I started like I, was, I started writing a story. I was like, you know, I had nothing to do. I'm just gonna write a story. I like writing stories, yeah. so I started writing a story. But the way, like the way I sit, the team behind me can see what's on my mm, yeah, screen. So, but I can also put it on my laptop. So yeah. I put it on my laptop and just started writing a story. And then my manager was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm just using both screens." No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just using both screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was so bored, and I was just kind of like. F- five o'clock I'd already shut down my computer yeah literally like, 4.30 I stopped replying emails anyways I already closed my email I was like <laughs> I'm not doing this today like I don't have to deal with this by like 4.30 I'd closed my emails I was like if someone sends me an email I just say I'm out the office mm-hmm. in a long weekend mm-hmm. had to leave early um, five o'clock I'd shut down and I was just walking about I was disturbed mm-hmm. because what are you doing 
So what? Mm. Ooh, that looks interesting. Can you explain that to me? Mm. Ooh. I was so bored and unproductive, and I just thought to myself, like, I could be at home doing something, yeah. like that yeah. I actually yeah. want to do. Not that I don't love yeah. my job. I do love my job, but it's like in those situations when I have nothing to do. I could have gone home and maybe prepared for the podcast yeah. or maybe like done something to help with the podcast or something would, like something my side you, hustle. Yeah, exactly. Just up a good, that's why I used to go to gym loads in uni because mm. I didn't have, when I didn't have stuff to do, I'm like, oh, I might as well just go to gym for two yeah. hours. Yeah. Or even just go to the gym. There's something about going to the gym. Like in the moment, I hate my personal trainer. Yes, in I the hate moment. him too. We both hate him. Yeah, they have no. the same personal <laughs> trainer guy. Oh yeah, they said this yeah. already. In the moment, I hate him. Yeah. I feel like he's trying to kill me. No, every I say time. this every week. But then, after I've stretched, I'm kind mm. of like, oh, I could do that again. <laughs> like, oh, that was, that was, because <laughs> like, like, that's like, the word that bad. Because <laughs> then you're like, that's what keeps you coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're now filled with like adrenaline, you kind of yeah. feel, like if I could have done that, like on a Friday, say after lunch, yeah. and just gone to the gym yeah. and like, pumped my brain. Yeah. And I'd have been like, okay, maybe I can actually come back to work and, yeah. Even though I had nothing to do, but maybe I can come back to work and find exactly. something yeah. to do. Find some miraculous yeah. efficiency that they haven't found. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I'm afraid I can do this. So <laughs> it's just one of those things. But hey ho, but no. yeah, it's just crazy. I don't even remember why I started this, but yeah, <laughs> can't even remember. It's crazy that we spend Monday to Friday at work, and then I you have it Saturday be the and Sunday. Way. Like we should work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I agree. And then Monday, Monday. I agree. To Thursday, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I 100% agree. Lord knows what our mm. society would be like, but... Yeah, how are we to... I feel like... Now, do right? you know like, what? Relax, relax. <laughs> I actually feel like if we worked... Yo! Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'd still complain. <laughs> Let me say, I saw... I was reading this article the other day, and it was like, the UK, first of all, the first thing I saw was like, the UK is probably like one of the most... Uh, comparison to the US, is so unproductive. <laughs> like, the UK workforce, right? Mm. Then they were always saying that the number of sick hours in a week that the average... <laughs> person in the UK takes has like doubled or something oh, yeah. like that where obviously yes. and I'm like, obviously yes, like this country any first of all any sick day people will take if they, they have headache because you people oh, are yeah. working there you don't even need end. to have a I'm like this country. Like, just, just run down. You can just wake up and we be like, I'm not live. feeling this work yeah. thing today. Bank holiday. We will live for bank holiday. Bro. <laughs> Three day weekend. Do you know that May is the best month in, I mean, apart from August, but do you know that May is the best month in the year because you have two bank holidays? Hmm. I need to start planning holidays around my bank. Oh, I've, I've been doing that. Yeah. I, and I even take some days off after. Yeah. I need a break. My mom, she's I the queen of doing that. <laughs> it's just like, if they've, if they've given her 20 holidays, um days, like, yeah. every day or something, she will plan to the team. To, the to make tea. sure that. She doesn't even use out of those holidays, but she'll have you taken as much holiday that she has taken. She's, trust me that one just goes around everywhere and Ugh. it doesn't even have to be a two week holiday just yeah. go somewhere in Europe for like three yeah. days yeah like just, that has water that yeah. is moving <laughs> and the sun just is shining your yeah. brain That's and so my true. old job and I, but I think that it's because I didn't really like the job that much mm. if I wake up and I just don't feel like going to work I'm sick I'd be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I See, have a headache. I'm yeah, I didn't tell statistic. <laughs> I have, I have, food, I have food poisoning. <laughs> oh, if I go out, say, like, it was my friend's birthday once and we went out on the, so I came back from holiday 
on the Saturday morning. We went out Saturday night mm. and then on Sunday night she had like a games night and I was supposed to go to work on Monday. What that wasn't gonna happen. Mm. So but I just couldn't sick. I was like, Yeah, I'm off you now. Uh yeah, I still so have a headache. If you like what you do then she does the thing. I like what I do, so yeah. I sometimes feel so, so responsible. Mm. Like I'm like, Oh, who's gonna do this process if I'm yeah. okay? actually now that's coming to bite me in the ass because when I first started work I I don't take sick days mm. I only take even the snow day I drove in I drove downhill in the snow I risked my life wow <laughs> wow I risked my life that, that, that can never be me <laughs> but I I'd be like you're not paying so me enough this, that's what my mom was saying to me she was like Anita you know you're at the bottom of the run yeah. <laughs> you graduated like how many yeah. years ago yeah. you need at least 10 years in your career for your for this thing that this you've just done this type of loyalty yeah, yeah. But I feel so responsible for my res- for not just my responsibilities but also my tasks. Mm-hmm. But now I'm realizing that you know it's okay. Other yeah. people can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. Other people can learn. Yeah. I, like I don't have to carry this company on my head. Exactly. Don't pay me enough to carry it on my head. So exactly. My complete view of you know it's so hard finding that line between I have to be the best. Yeah. And eh, I can't come and kill myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's literally the hardest thing. <laughs> I think it's just because this um. I think it's also just knowing like it's like a discipline that you should have because like there's some people who for example if let's say you're a consultant that's on my head because that's what I want to be yeah. um, <laughs> let's say you're a consultant or something and you have this task that you need to do this project and it's giving you like four weeks to do it and blah 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 and you have not you felt like um, th- you've already worked nine to nine mm-hmm. and you now come back home but in the back of your head you've thought of something new that you could do mm. for like the project it's like you, n- you now have that decision to make should I go to bed wake up in the morning or should I carry on to like three in the morning mm-hmm. and still have to get up again the next day but you don't realize how much it takes a toll on you because mm-hmm. you're constantly doing like mm-hmm. coming back home like oh my god what if I tried this process what if mm-hmm. I tried that process mm-hmm. and this uh, this guy was saying that you have to find that like fine line between like giving as much as you can and giving the best but also knowing when to stop mm-hmm. and I also feel down. like it like, depends on like your level within that company yeah. so like with me I'm very able to leave work at work. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have a work phone. I don't yeah. take my laptop home. Yeah. I don't do any of these things. Yeah. So once 6 o'clock or 5.30 hits, mm-hmm. I'm out. My and I don't done. think about it until the next day. Mm. But you see, like, my manager, he has a work phone. Yeah. His emails are on his also on his personal yeah. phone. You know, he, but he's no... also a manager. Yeah. You know, and he's the manager of, like... Is of like the UK, yeah. So he has and a lot of responsibility. responsibility. That's so he can't just be like, okay, six o'clock, I'm out. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to think about this because yeah. an important email can come in, and then he'd be like, oh mm-hmm. my god, mm-hmm. it's eight thirty, but I still have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. So I think it just it depends on your level within the company and your dedication towards that company and mm-hmm. how like where you think you want to go. Do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. But yeah. I don't they even know how we, we got to this subject. Sis, <laughs> if you want me to work after six o'clock, just double my just, salary. Fact, I'm not asking for too much. Just drop a hefty 50%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking for too much. <laughs> not too much. Like, it's really not. This much. is one car budget or something like that. God knows how much these like, companies are worth that they cannot even drop extra. Exactly. Very funny people. Exactly. Just double my salary. I That's all I'm asking colleague, for. They keep, like, they keep saying, oh, we've put this in the budget for you to do this, so you to do this. Yeah. I, don't put it in the budget. Just put, put it, it in my salary. Yeah. <laughs> don't, just put it in a gift bag. Take it out, look. Put it in a gift bag. Leave it by my computer. I'll come back and I'll find oh, you in the morning. Man. That will make my day. Don't tell me you've extended the bonus for this. I don't. I don't, I don't want. I don't want, want to the bonus. Give me cash. <laughs> that would oh, be God. lovely. Listen. 
So yeah, we were going to talk about um, Kanye West. Oh, God. Oh. So last week, as wow. you guys know, back to this reality world. <laughs> last week we spoke about Kanye, and we basically told you guys how we didn't care, mm-hmm. and yeah. how I think now that we no longer give celebrities the power to be like, oh, because you're a celebrity means that you're saying something of you know value. Mm-hmm. It just no longer affects us, you know. And just after we recorded the podcast. Mm-hmm. Kanye West decided to go on TMZ and talk about slavery being a choice. Now, I really wasn't going to talk about this, yeah. but I feel like it's something that needs to be discussed because yeah. there are people who agree mm. with him. Mm-hmm. And, Wait, where? Yeah, uh, in the Americas or in the- <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. I mean, like, I've seen so many people on Twitter being like, but I agree with Kanye. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. A choice for who? Unfollow. Um, no, but it's crazy. The thing is, I said, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, give us the full. So obviously, there are people who agree and the people who disagree. Now, so the day he came out with this, so the day he went to TMZ, mm-hmm. the interview he did with Charlemagne also came out. Now, I watched that interview. I really wish I didn't because it was like two hours long, yeah. and it was just. I have a love-hate relationship with Kanye. Like, I always want to see Kanye win, and then yeah. he does something stupid, yeah. and I'm like, Kanye, like. We yeah. are rooting for you. Yeah. But then you just do this. Yeah. It's so like, funny. so I watched the interview because I wanted him to like redeem himself yeah. against this whole And like, Charlemagne had been thing. saying that wait for the interview. Charlemagne had been going to, on and it's on. It's going to change your opinion and blah, blah, blah. And I, go, I watched the interview and it just, I was just kind of like, okay. Like, it didn't mm. make me see him any differently. It just made me think, this is the same guy who's just talking with a calm voice. Mm. Like, <laughs> At the Not beginning, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the interview, he said, you know, he kind of had a mental breakdown, which is nothing to take lightly. Mm. But he was talking about how, you know, he said it's not called a breakdown, it's a breakthrough. Well, okay. I saw that. But um, I don't think he's broken through anything. I, I think he's still very hurt. Yeah. Um, so he said, you know, he kind of had a mental breakthrough because, you know, TLOP, The Life of Pablo, his mm-hmm. last album, didn't get like the radio plays that he wanted. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, really? So that's the cause of the breakthrough. Break, break, that's one of the causes. Yeah. And then obviously the thing that happened with his wife and then him being hospitalized and all of these things. But it's like, Kanye, when did you care about radio play? Yeah. yeah. Like, when did you start caring about TLOP charting? Yeah. Like, what? what? Yeah. Weren't you the same guy that was like, this album had done like 20 million um, downloads or down, like listens, streams. Yeah. Like, so, so that, and then in the same interview, talk about you know I'm a genius. I don't care about these things. It's like so you mm, care, but you mm, don't really mm, care. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like you are contradicting mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. He also like released um, a video. He did this song called "Yay versus the People," which is like him and Ti having like a back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's just, Oh, I haven't heard that. It's a terrible mm. song. I need to watch it on YouTube. It's mm-hmm. a terrible song. I like the scoop diddy poop. Oh, okay, I heard that one. I thought, it, I thought it was like, I feel like he was inspired by Michael Dapper's giddy papa. Yeah. <laughs> and then he thought, you know, this is banging. Yes. Let's, because he was like, yeah. this bus is gonna, it's gonna change your life. I was like, okay. Wait, but you know, and you know, he sampled that old music. I don't even know what it was, but you know, when you sample something, you're yeah. like, when yeah. the bass drops, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's gonna be, be shaking. Yeah. yeah, I was very disappointed. I'm convinced he was talking to Saint, like I'm, con- or, or Chicago, probably, because you know, Saint can talk now. Um, so then he, um, 
T.I. asked him, you know, what is it that you like about Trump? Like, yeah. what, what exactly... so sick and tired of him. What exactly do you I'm like? so sick and tired. He couldn't so give a response. He likes that he, he's a white rich man. No. Yeah. What, yes, ca- what Kanye likes, likes about Trump is the fact that no Trump. one thought that yeah. Trump could win. That's what he said. He said he likes the fact that Trump did the impossible. Yeah, it's not and about for Trump's him, policies. He can relate to that because a lot of things, a lot of times in his life, people have thought, I don't know, um, he's not able to do this or he's not able to do that. And he yeah. has broken through and he has done this thing. So yeah. he's relating to Trump, to Trump's movement or whatever has happened. To Trump's but success. Like, but it's like Trump is just the face of this ongoing problem in this country it's not a yeah. thing of like oh he did the impossible or blah 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 like fundamentally america has issues that trump b- is just bringing to light and yeah. it's just making it such a like um widely talked about thing because he's just the most awful human being ever and he's your president you know, and I, I actually believe trump was voted in because Everything that he stands for has already existed. Like, it's not and new. It, it's not new. It's not. It just wasn't known. And the fact that there's so yeah. many people that support him is scary. Yeah. But it's the reality. Exactly. And, like, there's a time for everything. And I feel like when he came out, especially after Obama, mm-hmm. I mean, who could have topped Obama yeah. besides Hillary? Yeah. A black mm-hmm. black woman. Mm-hmm. If Michelle was mm-hmm. running for president. Mm-hmm. Then I would vote. I, yeah. even, I don't even have a vote. She, she, she's the, she's, <laughs> yeah. To me, I feel like she would have been the one to come in and shake yeah. tables. Yeah. And because she wasn't that, that strong black female, yeah. couldn't top it, yeah. he had that slot. Hmm. Like, come on, come off it. He was outrageous. Yeah, he was, he was in your face. Yeah. He got the he young people hateful. talking. Oh he God. was playing on the hatred that yeah. the white Americans who didn't like Obama, you know, in, in like being in power, he was playing on that. Yeah. He wasn't like, maybe he wasn't outwardly being racist, even though in some cases he was, mm-hmm. but he was using the, he knew that they were racist mm-hmm. and yeah. he knew that if he could gather all those people mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. he could win. And mm-hmm. obviously he did. And it's just kind it's of like making the impossible possible. Like, it's ex- it's, it. I feel like come it's extremely it. ignorance of Kanye to be like, Oh, the only reason why I like Trump is because you know he became like no one thought he was going to be president. It's yeah. like so does Kanye... that take away from all his policies. Do you know what I mean? Evil yeah. things that he's yeah. done, like, and you, you keep you, on shouting. I don't agree with what he does, and I don't. Not, I don't necessarily agree with um you know his opinions and stuff. But I love him. You, know, you let's, can't let's you can't claim to be a genius and still act stupidly. Like I just feel like he's he he calls him. You know you know you can say something mm. like. Mm as a fact mm-hmm. and it can still be inaccurate yeah. like you can say it in a way that it will sound like this is right which is wrong and I feel like Kanye has done that so many times yeah. that he feels like everything he says is right I feel like this is the yeah. thing and I said this last week that he's surrounded by yes men yes like no one is gonna yes, be like yeah. how can you go on TMZ live television and say that slavery is a choice no and, that and when, was when someone called him out his he was shook he was like how dare you? <laughs> no, and that was what the guy who responded to him at the TMZ, if you watch Van Lathan. Van Lathan, shout out to him, um, who was responding to him was like, the problem here, the problem here is, like Renala said, when you're talking 
like it's facts. Mm. Mm. You're putting inaccuracies into the world mm. for people who don't know, who will not do their research to take up. To take up. You're you're putting the wrong ideas because at some point in time he said he was bringing out the start about how black on black crime is more than um what's it called police men shooting in America. What? I right? hate when people use and, that example. And there were people at Tim's office being like, yes, no one talks about the fact that no. um, black on black crime is such a big deal. And the guy was like shut that down right now but really quickly there really people, quickly yeah my problem with people using black on black crime to try and justify police brutality is that in cases of black on black crime whoever committed the crime is still going to be like going is, to prison. is going to prison <laughs> exactly. whereas when police brutality yeah. a police officer can kill an unarmed black person and boy. still be walking in, like scot-free a police you officer can't, you can't. who is put out there <sighs> to protect people Jesus Christ is now killing somebody else and the guy was saying you can't say that because there are people active are on the ground there are there are um small organizations working so that black on black crime is reduced in these places and and there are people actively doing that but you're not shining lights on those people instead you're bringing up all these statistics and mm. making it out to seem like we have th- mm. yes we have this problem but that there are people doing Trying the work so you need to stop saying that and that's the thing like when he keeps on when you, if if an average person would be like wow yeah that's so true Kanye like black on black crime is actually like much more than police brutality so why are they complaining like blah all that kind of stuff but it's like don't say that. But what is he doing? He's saying the statistics. What is he doing to impact any sort of change? Oh, he said he has his 300, 300 acres in Calabasas. Oh, he's going to be the biggest real estate developer. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Is, is it going to Is it that those lands going to hold yeah. black people? Mm-hmm. When, when he tweeted, um, what has Obama done for Chicago? I was like, what have you done for Chicago? I was like, like Kanye, you claim to be this genius. And yet everything you say is just so stupid. Like I cannot I cannot understand how someone so intelligent and I believe that Kanye is intelligent, you know. Mm. But I can't understand how someone so intelligent can actually say something like that. You you know that the president of the United States is actually not as powerful as we all think mm. he is. And you know how much of a weak president Obama was in his second term. Mm. Like for come on. Like if, even the simplest I don't even live in America and I know this. I think like, for, for goodness me, sake it's just like first of all because my my friend has she has very different views to us and she was just saying she doesn't like what he's saying or anything like mm. that but she just says that we need to kind of people just need to stop like automatically jumping down on him because he's actually going through so much like it, he's but on the mental he's, he's not there and it's so obvious it's like in these ridiculous oh, things and all of this stuff it's like He's not. He's really, really not there. Okay. I feel like he's really is, uh, not there. To me, Mm-mm. I feel like this is all strategic marketing. You know how Dub put the. <laughs> I used to think that, but I'm sorry, it's just... getting a bit ridiculous. Like yeah, you but don't. That's ma- his, that's no, his I think for me, this is just like I think you I can feel tell like that he's very troubled. No, nah, I feel like right we're now. making excuses. Yeah, I like, feel like there's, there's only so many excuses we can make for him. Kanye West is the only person that will say something outrageous, and everybody will be like, "Oh, but he's no, no." He's fine. He told you he's fine. He's mm. not fine. Kanye West has told you that he's okay. He's told you that he His had wife a... has told you he's okay. Sis, mm-hmm. he told you he had a mental breakdown. He told you that he's fine. He told you that he's on medication. We need to stop making excuses mm. and just take what he's saying as fact. Th- this is how he feels. He said it. Like, you can't edit these words together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's so annoying. Like, as much as I dislike Taylor Swift... Um, I was and I, I was really happy when he did that whole you know Beyonce had the best video of all time whatever. Yeah. But the minute he did it, they were like, oh, but you know he's an alcoholic. <sighs> 
he's the only person I know that the minute he says something outrageous, it's like, oh, but we need to like, we need to be like, yeah, if someone else said this, they would have cancelled him ages ago. Yeah. Ages ago. I just think like but we're all just like, oh, but you know, he's not he's not like he's not all the way there. How do you know? Did he call you and tell you? I don't even know what's going on with him. <laughs> Me, I just don't know. I don't think he's all the way there. I think I think we need to stop making excuses kind of, for him. Like and the, another thing that she pointed out was that like with a lot of people, and I don't I'm not sure, I don't know if I necessarily agree with this, it's like Kanye West's behavior. It's comfortable when it benefits them. Like, mm. for example, the Taylor Swift thing, or for example, when he went on and was talking about um, George Bush, like, they like that when it's for them. But like, when you, he's coming around saying this and um, saying these kind of things that are against you, fair enough. Like, obviously, you're not going to support somebody who says this, but Kanye West has consistently had this kind of behavior. Yeah, we said this last always week. He's just moving like from the left to the right. So it's like right. now that it's not a, it's not for you anymore and he has changed his views and his opinion and he's now supporting different groups of people. It's mm-hmm. like, You're what the hell is going on? But like this guy's always been like this. So for me, that's why I can't even sit down and watch the interview or like I can't even, even the, the only one I did watch was the TMZ one because I, I was really shocked by what, um, I, the headline and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I can't sit down and watch it because I'm just like, Two more years. We're gonna be talking about this again. So, slavery was a choice. Yeah, I don't know. I, who, just, I don't. Apparently, I don't what he meant was like process. the slave mentality. But come on, he didn't say that though. You didn't, you didn't See, open no, your mouth. No, but even the one that where he was talking about fear God, I feel like there's gaps in his understanding. Yeah. So he's not as much of a genius as he thinks that he is. Yeah. So he needs to make sure he's aware of all the facts, understand yeah. how he's coming across before yeah. he says things. But he doesn't do due diligence. He does just he, like he's he's just people not that when there's things, when there are things on his mind, he opens it without pissing them. To, he yeah. opens it. So imagine like there's some people like words just jump around in their head and they think so much, but can you, but they think about it before mm-hmm. they open yeah. their mouth and say it. Mm-hmm. Kanye does not do that. He just spills, and that's that's his problem. That is what has gotten him to positions that he is in right now because mm-hmm. he just like he's so outrageous sometimes, Wait, does he but not also. Have friends? That's because I, like because I said, I think he's surrounded by yes men. If, if, if I was, if I was gonna say something so ridiculous, even if I tweeted it, my friend would message me. But like, does he? What are you but doing? does he listen? That's the thing. Didn't you see the whole thing that John Legends and he just said love you, bro, yeah, you and put it on Twitter as much as you want. But they will do whatever the hell they want to do, no matter what. I'm sorry. So, so he's a full grown man, man. A full, he's going to be somebody's 40. Somebody's father. Yeah. Somebody's many, many Like he has three one. children. Yeah. And one day his children are going to like grow up and see all of and this yeah. on the internet. And it's just. Oh, well, they're already scarred by their mother. So <laughs> their, their trauma is extensive. I beg freak him, man. Freak him. <laughs> their trauma freak is him. extensive. Free her. <laughs> I think we need to stop making excuses for Kanye West we and just do. be like, look, this is what he said. I. I just don't want to see any more of it. Like I just, I'm, I'm bored. Yeah, it's boring. I don't want to see more. A lot of people were saying that he was doing it for, um, his album. Personally, I don't believe that Kanye West needs this much hype in order for his album to sell. Like Mm. Kanye West can drop, like he can do like a Beyonce and drop an album secretly and it will do really well. Yeah, I think that he just feels like talking, and he's just saying what he wants to say and. It's rubbish, but I feel hey. Feel like Mama Chris needs to come and manage his life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All I'm gonna say is so that well. the, 
<laughs> any man that goes around the Kardashians, something always happens. To them. You guys, anyway, I've said my own about the Kardashians. I'm not going to say anymore. Something know, always I, happens. I know nothing about the Kardashians. I just uh, something always happens. Like any stuff. man that goes around the Kardashians, you just from when before they meet them, they're great, and then they meet them, and then you know everything has changed. Aww. Go and do your research. You know, me, yeah, I, I don't agree, but yeah. <laughs> how can how can you not agree? Like well, we, the men, uh, Tiger is still doing Chris Brown moves in the middle of the, <laughs> <laughs> in the, middle of the dance floor in Dubai. <laughs> I think Scream the only person that this doesn't work for is Tiger because Tiger was no bone. Like Tiger wasn't popping before he met Kylie, and he's not popping now. So it's like, I think that's the only person it doesn't work for. But like Lamar, every single person, Lamar is now a crackhead. Tristan is a cheater, but we we already knew that. Um, who is who is the last person? Scott Disick, Scott. Became a drunkard. No, but he was a drunkard from the beginning. Oh, please. But before... That was before... He wasn't a drunkard before he met Courtney, was he? I thought he was. No. Oh. I, I literally can't agree with you guys. But Any yeah. man that goes there, you know, something happens. But hey-ho. You know, Maybe they're just so strong, different. powerful women, you know. And like, life is so different on the other side. I cannot imagine. <laughs> I cannot. Imagine living in my grand Calabasas home. And having any of these problems. <laughs> Can you imagine? I cannot. It's really it, rich people problems. It, it, even rich people, they shouldn't have these problems. Yeah. <laughs> if your money is long yeah. and your life is good, what is the problem? <laughs> they need them for their show, though. They need the. They uh, that's need the thing. I, I, I truly believe that everything that they do, everything that they they live intentionally for content. They have yeah. to that, that like not like not in a bad way, but that is their celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like they, that is why they are famous. They're it's famous. So exhausting. It, I, I'm sure it is. Like Imagine I'm sure every that it morning is. you have to wake up and put makeup. I'm sure it is exhausting for them, but that is how they make That's their, their money. life. Yeah. Like you, I feel like we're no longer in the age of traditional celebrities, and this yeah. has happened years ago, where it's like, oh, you have to be an actress, or you have to be a singer, or you have to be a writer, or you have to be like you can literally just be famous for being famous. And the Kardashians yeah. made that possible. Yeah. Pioneers, I baby. For, I want to be famous <laughs> to be me. Oh, she woke up, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the way she stood up? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean who does not want that life? Seriously. <laughs> I admire Stress-free. their um, hustle, but I don't care about that. Like, I don't follow any of them on yeah, Instagram, on Twitter. Like, I don't. I'm not interested. I'm even, not interested. I don't even buy Kylie Cosmetics because I don't understand <laughs> anything. I feel like there's so much that I need to know. No, remember. I bought it. You see, I bought it when I was, like, so into the hype. Is it good? That's the first thing. It was good, though. I feel like her lip kits are good. Yeah. And I have her I loose... About the others. I have her loose highlighters, which are good, but I feel like you can't mess up a loose highlighter. Like, how are you going to mess up mm. pigments? Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't like, I have one of her eyeshadow palettes. I, I, wish, I wish I didn't buy it. I haven't ever bought into any of their hypes. It so. is not for um, black people. people of color. Yeah. Like, it really but- isn't. <laughs> Like there's only one color in that whole eyeshadow like palette that I can use. as well. Like I would never. It's just poor. It's tiny. But you see, I think I'm so obsessed with makeup that like when a new makeup product comes out, I I want to have it because like I feel like I'm gonna miss out on something. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why Bummer. I bought it. I didn't buy it because it was Kylie and I'm obsessed with Kylie. Mm-hmm. It was more of like I need to be able to talk about this as well. Mm-hmm. I can't have makeup out and then like not have it. Mm-hmm. Like, see, I love makeup so much, but I I don't even have a product of Fenty. I have not bought a single Me too. Wow. I just, Me too. I cannot bring myself to 
justify spending. I think that body glow thing is a scam. I can't even lie. No, I have the she oil. Have all you need I don't have it. If you want good <laughs> oil, <laughs> moisturize. <laughs> Tell you people that I want to glow. Just moisturize just your body. It's true. It's true. If you want expensive oil, go to Boots. <laughs> you know, you buy sanctuary. Yeah. Go and Buy sanctuary. You will glow. Buy drug. Buy any highlighter of any. Even, in fact, you didn't even, go to the arts and craft shop and buy glitter. It's true. And you just, will glow. You will glow. That's all it's you need. At 46 pounds, is definitely. Um, the body oil that I bought, I think I bought it from Sephora for like $10 or like $15 or something. <laughs> like. I just I cannot justify paying more than that. At least yeah, at least that one fifteen dollars. Okay, cool. I can't cool, justify cool. paying more than that for glitter on my body. Forty like, six pounds. Forty six pounds. Well, Rihanna's cool. She's cool. If I want, and she's using her star power to sell her products. Yeah. It's the same with Kylie yeah. and Kim. Oh my god, that puff ball as well. That looks that looks like it will get brown so quick. Lucky, <laughs> not even gonna lie. Like so lowest quick. of keys, I thought about buying it, and I thought it I saw it's cute. like fifty something pounds. It looks cute. What? My bank account what is screaming. She said the pop pop. That Rihanna to herself was tra- forcing <laughs> stuff the to come out. You begin this. Wow. I'm sorry. I no. feel like I'm in the wrong business, man. But she I like to start releasing products and just you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Standing. Yeah. Like, stand with the become lean. a brand. Yes. Become a lifestyle brand. It's really hard. Yeah. You can even sell like socks they'll buy yeah. it since that's what Rob, Rob is doing I mean they'll buy it. it although I don't know if people are buying his socks I don't know I think socks is something that everyone needs yeah, yeah so but not like $30 not socks. Socks. Yeah. actually men men do that it's a, it's a mm. men thing that's true because I don't true. like I only need socks for my trainers and men I would happily go to Primark like, happy, happy. Oh. What do you need? Just need trainer socks. Like, socks. what am I buying designer socks for? Oh, I did. It could be like a Shakira and buy the Gucci socks. It's Extend never that it deep. into the leggings. Oh, That's something too a savage would do. <laughs> You're triggering. You're actually triggering me. You're triggering me. Yo, don't even, don't even. Imagine sliders. Yo, that's from that's. That is one hundred percent. I love you too, if you're listening. I actually love you. I love you. Well, you just yeah, need you, know, you just need a new stylist. Vogue, Vogue voted for like best street style or something like that. Uh-oh. So on Instagram, like she has the best street style. I was like, oh, really? Vogue where? Vogue online. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> All two savage needs is a yeah, new stylist. Yeah, she has a really, it. a really um, good That's street it. style apparently you see, you like see all the pieces that she wears are nice just not together yeah, yeah like Beyonce Beyonce just wears one yellow uh, one mama blue. mama will come on Instagram she will do her thing I'm like oh so cool. I think I'm the only one that actually likes Beyonce's outfits. You're not the only no. one. I love them. I like Beyonce's outfits. I feel outfits, like they're so like avant-garde. Yeah. You know? yeah, Mama can do the wrong shot. And her style is good. Tiwasa, no, no, no. The thing about Tiwasa, my cousin was saying she went to an event where it was like empowering women, and Tiwasa literally comes on and talks about her husband and her divorce for like the whole time that she was there, and it's like really and truly. That's not what I want to hear from you. <laughs> what do you want to hear from her? Like, how wait, wait, yourself can you talk? Can we know where you are? She's with Rizzi. How you are, like, regarded as one of the top female acts, like, in Nigeria, even out of Africa right now. You know, I heard... Talk about those kind of things and being a, ba- a boss. I know, and you're coming to talk about, oh, you're, what you went through with your husband. 
Are you serious? The Nigerian Beyonce. Ugh. Oh? No. That's what we. That's no. What we that, no. When I first heard the that's what she is. I don't want this trigger. Only single candidate to come. Hala. Hey, hey, hey. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? When I first heard that, they were like, "Oh my God, who is this?" Yeah. Oh my God. I think she's the Nigerian Beyonce, and then she went and did that whole music video with the, you know, the brown leotard thing with the cut out. No. I'm just gonna say yes. Yeah. Okay. You. I have, don't. We will experience oh, yeah, well, it I'll, after I'll this. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> and then there was this whole. She's trying to be Beyonce. I was like, oh, okay. In my mind, I just put her in the category of Beyonce. Trying yeah. to be Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. But she's. Not, I. I feel like. I. And honestly, the thing that disappoints me so much about her is just. I really just think she could be bigger than she is right now and just oh man anyway that's my own that's my own palava with Tua Savage we'll discuss it when we meet I love her <laughs> when you meet her personally we'll have words yeah I love her I, I, I love her music anyway anyway and then, I think... don't even start because this conversation is going to go somewhere <laughs> somewhere that I don't want it to go but yeah <laughs> okay quickly before we move on to music this episode wasn't supposed to be long at yeah, all yeah I even need to bounce soon because yeah um, quickly before we yeah, move on to music. Birthday Happy birthday, Chelsea! Love you so much! Wow. We're calling on her birthday. Shout out to Chelsea, guys. Wow, I don't yeah. even get this much love, and I am your family. That's my hitter. That's my hitter. Wow, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when your birthday comes too? Your Not jealous out. or anything. Oh my god, the video you did for my birthday last year, it's still oh today, makes god. me cry. Oh like, it's so cute. Birthday. It's so cute. Hey, so cute. Uh, anyway, sorry. Sorry, sorry guys. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't even know what... But yeah, quickly before we move on to music. So we just found out that... We didn't just find out. It happened during the week. That the person who tried to sell Kevin Hart's sex tape... Uh, or not even tried to. He sold it because yeah. we all, we've all seen it. Yeah. Um, um, was actually a really close friend of his. And like the guy's face looks so familiar. Like I feel like I know him mm. from somewhere. Mm. But like, what do you guys think about that? Like, that is so. Like you said, it be your own. It be your niggas. It be your own people. It be your own family. Like that is so disgusting. Like it's it, so sad. you all you had to do was if you had a problem with it or something. And I'm just saying this is the in the in the la la land that I mm. think we live in. In la la land, if you had a problem with what Kevin did and you thought it was irresponsible, go and talk to him. Yeah. Go and talk to yeah. him man to man and yeah. be like, you need to talk to your wife about yeah. it. But obviously he needed some money. Yeah, Quick change. And his friend is is Bates. Yeah. His friend is the best Bates. And because he Kevin knows Hart right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kevin Hart is popping. <laughs> so it was the best thing that he could do and it's such a and oh how did you not think it was gonna come out? Like come off it. Why do you think come that the police are not gonna do their job and find the person who sold it? Yeah. Like I your own friend like yeah. i feel like i don't know how close they are but i feel like um they must have been extremely close like it's just sad it's just really sad like yeah. my, my, if you my friend what? did that to me i don't even know how i'd react i'm actually beginning to feel like this is a whole setup like mm. i feel like this whole thing is orchestrated by kevin hart really yeah what have after that video, video as well have you seen how much money he's made off the irresponsible tour yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, and I'm thinking. I saw somebody was like, maybe it's Chris Jenner that is handling his uh, situation. Probably, but like, I she just gave think, you guys the t- and the way his wife, the way his wife is publicly. I mean, I've been following her since she was a chef on Instagram. Oh, Aniko, Aniko, what? She yeah, she chef? went to chef school. She was a chef. I and didn't then, even know that. Yeah, when I first started following her, she was this cute girl who was a chef. Who Kevin Hart wow. was seeing. I didn't remember when I started following her. I started following her like years ago. Yeah, but years I didn't ago. know she was a chef. Oh my gosh, my Instagram wow. feed has changed over the years. Many times. <laughs> but yeah, I remember following her then, and you know, 
she was out with her friends. She was living the life that she's living now, except yeah. now she just goes to the gym and goes out with her friends. And yeah. Literally. And that's all she does. But she didn't seem to be affected by it. At, at all. At all. Like, it wasn't a statement of, I'm hurt, we're going to try. Mm. No, she was just like... Literally nothing. It was like, oh, the, bottle, the kettle is boiled. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's just like something that happens in your house. Like, it's just something... But what did you guys want her to come and do? No, but it's true, like... But if, like, if my husband... Mm. Husband, mm. not boyfriend, mm-hmm. Beyonce, my husband... Mm-hmm. Did, was in, in... Involved in a scandal involved like in that. Involved in a scandal like yeah. that. I would... I would say something, even if it was to have a united front, to let her, to be like, mm. oh, we're going to work on this and we're going yeah. to see how we go and, you know, I've forgiven him or haven't forgiven him or just something to, yeah. I don't you think know, she needed be- this thing. I don't know what to say. She, they probably not, dealt with it not, privately. She's, yeah. not a, she's not a Public. personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. she probably didn't feel the need to. Mm. Okay, yeah. But I would, as a strategic move, yeah. use that as a means to make myself more relevant. Yeah. Especially mm. in the public eye. Get myself out of this whole gym situation. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. And get into something. Get into abused women's help, help mm. women's shelter. Do mm. something. Do some side and hustle. She, this is she, what I said. She, she was just like, this is mm. an arrangement. Which made me feel like this. Also, Auntie Wendy said it. Oh, oh my fave Auntie Wendy Williams Your love faves her. Love she, her See you guys <laughs> Love her She, was like, she would not be surprised If they had a contract That said you know I get this number of cheats mm. And you get this payout And she I can see that happening People yeah. live I mean I was speaking but To my parents about it so true. The other day About Bill Cosby Yeah. And they were like Rich people live a different life everything A really different life con- yeah, Everything yeah, is a condition yeah. Everything yeah. is a clause Everything yeah. is a- So I can see that Being so part of it And Kevin thinking Okay What's the next move for me? Mm, yeah, he's bought production companies. He's made movies. He's yeah. done music videos. He's yeah. done everything. He's done helping. Oh my god, chocolate clubs. dropper! Do you remember that? That was his like music <laughs> yeah, personality. Yeah, no, oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> Frost without you. Oh, do you remember that? Love it. I do. I do. <laughs> anyway, anyway, continue. But yeah, so I think this is a strategic move because hmm. from I can see where you're coming from. Money, I really can. Like, it just it went too really smoothly. I actually like, like I never thought of it that way. Never like. Ever, never thought of it that way. That, like, but I, I totally see it now. Yeah. Wow. Makes so much sense. It actually does. Damn. Like the freaking irresponsible <laughs> talk. Come on. And his wife was in all the like promo videos. Fam, this like, is yeah. and the this, content is probably what he's been doing. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, how did you find the irresponsible talk? Oh, it was amazing. Like they do for you know yeah, actual yeah, yeah. Wow. So he has that small town feel, hmm. but it's a big collective, and oh. it's moving too quickly. The way it's growing oh. and like. As the irresponsible tour is growing, he now has this J. Cole video addresses what? Hmm. Infidelity. This infidelity yeah, has no, been true. on the line for it's true. Like, news changes so fast, but he's not letting it change. Do you understand wow. what I mean? I feel like I listened to I don't know if it was Joe Budden that said I think it was Joe Budden because yeah, I've been listening to Joe Budden a lot recently. The strategic marketing. But yeah. when, when he was <laughs> that was such a great when episode. he was talking about the Kevin Hart cheating thing. I feel like he said something along those lines. Mm. I, unless I make like I feel like I've listened to it somewhere. No, I don't know. He didn't say he didn't mention someone, that. Someone I've listened I've heard it somewhere mm. recently mm. where someone had like the same like points that you were making. Mm. I just kept thinking like, wow. I didn't well, so want to think of it that way. Yeah. I just thought, you know, he cheated and the world knew and like, you know, like I And didn't looking think at the girl it. that he cheated with, like Because yeah. when you really, 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 like, really, really, really think about who Kevin Hart is and the kind of power this guy has. Are you telling me? 
and it was the episode that Joe was talking about this kind of about how the, the mistakes that Kevin made yeah. up to that point Kevin Hart do you really think he's gonna be moving like that yeah. well, it's true do you really think he's gonna let a girl come in and take like come off I it feel, I feel like that's uh, yeah no like, it's true the, when you having said at the time I was just like oh he just slipped up like he's yeah that's what I was but thinking this is a veteran cheater no it's true because he is a <laughs> cheater he is, this is the is, OG yeah. my guy has learned like that is so ah oh, man Blessings, I love it. Love wow, it. wow, love it. I love that take, Anita. Thank you. And because... Screw you, Kevin Hart. Like, screw you, Kevin <laughs> Hart. Are you? Like, it's actually disgusting. I hate, I hate that they use our our, our little our minds like this. Our... Like, come on. Like, I really, I'm so angry. They're now. taking this really personally. I really yeah. am because I feel like I feel is betrayed, your sister? and I feel I feel deceived. Like, I is don't like that. Your family? I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that mass, at all. Mass manipulation. Yeah. This is what happens when you give celebrities too much. Like, yeah. the only reason why you feel this way is because you felt like oh like I actually really like Kevin like you, you no, know no no as in like but personally they're playing with our heads and our money like they mm. know that if they put all of this stuff out then we're gonna rush we're to go to the tour it. because we wanna hear him talk about all of this it's like I wait for someone to it. record it and then put Stop it on the deceive- internet oh I hate I really hate that so much it's all I about really branding like it's all yeah. about branding literally wow that was a great episode guys anyway I really do you have any music or no let me call my um taxi. I said, Guys, do you have, have any you music? Any, have she said, let me call my taxi. Yeah, have you heard about Via Van? It's no. this um app basically, and it's one to, in between zone one to two. Any journey is three pounds. What? Oh, cool. Between zone one to two, like come on. Is it is it like a massive van or is it like no no no? It's like Uber. It's Uber, oh, but it's a new Via app, Van. Via Van, and I'll send you my code so you can when you get it you can. Um, this girl is so funny. Up. <laughs> She'll yeah. put her code in the de- in the description yeah, so you can download the, it. But you, Inola, you must use my code because I know some <laughs> other people will send you their own. You must use my own. Anyway, yeah, music. Sorry. Music. Um, I only have one album to talk about, which I want to talk about last week, but I completely forgot. Eric Bellinger. Um, you know the guy I spoke about. I think a few episodes ago, where I said mm-hmm. consistently releases music that no one listens to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he He's released. Yeah, he released an album called Easy Call. Um, it literally sounds like um, I don't know how to describe this type of music. It's like the popular hip hop, like with the DJ mustard beats mm. and like the music that we were listening to in 2015. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's what the album. Sounds. It's okay. good though. I okay. like the album. It's okay. good, but that's the kind of sound you're gonna be getting. Okay. And obviously, Olamide and Whiskey, Ayawande nearly lost her head when Guys. I played this song for her Guys. like a few hours ago. She, I haven't listened to it yet. She literally went crazy. This is my kind of music. Like, if I was to make music... I'll play you guys like I'll this. play you guys a bit. It would sound like this. Obviously, you guys would have heard it. I mean, can they hear? Probably not. Skype, Skype, Skype. Oh. No, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I need to show her how to do this. There we go. What do you do like that? I'm going to show my take to the left, though. This song, so, like, and like I said to you, like, the video has to be incredible. I'm quite scared, to, though. I like the artwork. The yes, artwork is, the artwork so. is buff. I didn't know when I'm going to go this good situation. Ah, uh, he's trying to. 
But guys, like at least he's re- he's removed the plots. This is how like Nigerian music is really, really, really going somewhere. Like, come on, like this song can blow out here. I it can, it can. But it was on Evo. It was on everything, like uh, production quality. But like, I'm talking about it's like, a really good song. Trendy, trend, trends right now. It is like, a really it's good, such song. a good song. Even though they're talking rubbish, <laughs> like they are, they actually are. But you don't. They'll be good down. No, who goes? Who goes to Nigerian music for lyrics? Nah, at all. At all. The beat is like. You just go for beats and like to feel Fire. good. Like most times they're saying rubbish, but like yeah. it's just. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's great. It. I'm it. I'm a bit nervous for the I'm video though because yeah. they're now really high expectations because the very, song is so far. Very, very high. Like expectations. I remember when I listened to Soko and I was like, oh my god, the video. And then I watched the video and I was like, damn, it was very underwhelming. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like this needs to pop off, pop off. But yeah, those are my two. Oh, and obviously Childish Gambino, This Is America. Oh. Um, that video is crazy the video is crazy. crazy I feel like you need to watch the video to understand the song better because yeah. if you hear the song on its own even the way he dances in the yeah. video <laughs> love it if you hear the song on its own you'll be like okay childish you're yeah. a bit weird yeah. but you watch the video it kind of explains a lot yeah. more yeah. Um, but yeah those are my songs of the week anyone else do you have any um, I've been listening to uh, Independent Ladies on Spotify, which is a playlist. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's cool. literally taking me all the way back nice. to, like, <sighs> plot twist. Oh. Foolish, the remix. Yeah. With Biggie and Ashanti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you actually listened to the words of that song? No. Nope. Oh, my God. It's traumatic. Oh, it's, no. It's absolutely disgusting. Really? Oh. I listened to it in my car. The, you know when the bass yeah, is yeah, 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 I hear all yeah, the lyrics. Yeah. And I was like, we dancing to this filth. Wow. <laughs> I don't think it's back in the day. We, we didn't even... Yo. You didn't pay attention. This is what song Biggie song. is saying. Thong song used to be my favorite song. Yeah. When I was younger. You don't even know song. what I'm Nasty. I didn't even know Nasty. what song was. Nasty. Oh and now I'm just like, oh my God. But yeah. Literally else? all the songs I was listening to, that, um, Foolish um, and Khalees. Milkshake. Man, also milkshake disgusting, but I'm, I, I was okay with that one. We support Kalisa. Yeah, we support Kalisa. Everything she said. Shout outs. Shout outs. Anything else? Me, yeah. the only person that I've been, I, I've heard recently was this guy called Saba. I don't know if you've heard of him. But I have. His, his vibe is just awesome. Who it's is like hip hop, but like open right now. like the new hip hop that we like to listen to now. It's not like super Saba. Super. Type in Saba Gray. Saba. Saba Gray. Saba. Oh, another Saba. song that I actually wanted to talk about really quickly. The what? song that Scissor sampled in Broken Clocks. Um, it's by this guy. I can't actually. Wanna, wanna, wanna. Isn't that the song? I was just waiting for you to finish. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember the name of the guy. I genuinely can't, but it's featuring Daniel Caesar. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. song. Well, honestly, yeah, it's a beautiful song. Um, I will put Is that it like the name of the song. No, no, no. Okay. I can't remember the name. Oh, of the I song. didn't hear that part. Oh, actually, okay. I'll, I know it's called River. The song is called River. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's play, great. Play my guy. Let's listen to some Saba. Like literally, just the tiniest bit. Cause I, I should have just played it on my phone. You should have. <laughs> it's like if you like chilled hip hop. Like late night vibes, as I always say on the podcast. Do you know anything else but late night vibes? No, I don't. Okay. Do you know know early morning vibes? Oh my god, he's really, really nice. Really nice. Really nice. I really like that. And also, I'm just going to do a throwback and I wanted to play. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm gonna do a throwback. This song I only heard recently. Okay. It's called Guara Guara by LAX. Have um, you not heard this song before? I have, I heard it like two, three weeks ago and man, amazing. Amazing. Wow, I don't know the where you The beat is been. hard. I just want to leave you guys on this note. <laughs> yeah, I love dance music. Oh my God. Come on. I haven't heard this song before. Where have I been? It's so good. Come on. Shake your body, I don't think we're allowed to play this much. Oh, please. We have to oh go. Yeah. Thank you guys yeah, so much for this thing. Shout out to our guest. Shala, and shala, shala. <laughs> Thank you. Where is that from? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much, Anita, Thank for so joining much. us. We loved having you Thank on the podcast. So Thank, Thank you guys. It was wonderful. Was Honestly, it was wonderful. I hope that you guys would have learned a lot. Yeah. Taken away. Oh, and this is the beginning of in conversations with, isn't it? Yeah. This is yeah. this is actually our first in conversation with. Ooh. New theories Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye! Bye. Thank you guys like non-existent people. (laughs) Bye guys.